Welcome to the Rose and Brass Knuckles Podcast. I'm your boy Zachary Davis. Alright, this keep it Jabala. What's up, y'all? What's going on? What's going on? Welcome back for another week. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's been it's been a it's been a it's been something, dog. It's yeah. been it's been a serious week this week. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Serious week. You know, again, my condolences to your uh you know, your wife and um your right. family over there, man. You know, we talked yeah. about that last week, but you right. know, his brighter days ahead, brother. Oh yeah, 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 man. She had a long haul, man. And man, it's just it's just a matter of just working on uh, keeping everything in the middle of the road. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And just and doing that, what we do. And that's all we can do. That's all we yeah, can bro. do. Again, like we always said, uh, we appreciate all the listeners and thank you for coming back and tuning in. If if you're a new listener, welcome. Mm-hmm. If you're a new listener, welcome. And um, you know, we appreciate all the love. You know. So. Um, this episode eight, you know, the great eight, we made it to the great eight, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we just going to keep on going, trying to give you the good word and, and, you know, give you the real. Right. All day. And we're glad to have y'all here. You know what I'm saying? Because this is where you're going to get that real, real deal grown man talk. You know real deal so, grown man talk with no disrespect. You know, we're just going right. to give it to you real. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. And so this is episode eight. And so this, the title of this one is, Should I Go or Should I Stay? <laughs> should mm. I go or should I stay now? What the mm. old song say? Right, right. And um, right. you know, this is uh, kind of something we tackling. We see a lot of uh, posts on different places uh, throughout the internet. And should you leave or should you stay in a toxic relationship? Right, right. Uh, bro, man, I think that's um, you. You know, we have so many people who um, are in these relationships and these marriages because of children, because of the fear of being alone, because of, you know, any number of reasons. So they'll take a half a person instead of a whole person or, or even themselves being a whole person. Yes. And, you know, I'm saying some people stay in abusive relationships, whether it's physically, emotionally, mentally, financially, you know, what I'm saying. And, and man, I'm a big fan of I would rather if I'm asleep alone, I'd rather sleep alone, dog. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. You know? And it, it's like it's like your grandmother used to say, you, <laughs> you right, can do bad right. by yourself. You know what I mean? Right. You can do bad right. by yourself. But, um, I mean, it's definitely something that we have to look at, you know, because a lot of people just find themselves trapped in a situation where, you know, they don't even know how to get out of the relationship. It's not so much right. that even like they can make the choice, like they can't even put, you know, one foot in front of the other to get out of a relationship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of time these um, toxic relationships, they ten- tend to weaken people so emotionally. They so fragile that, you right. know, they think if they go out, they don't even believe in themselves enough to, you right. know what I'm saying? Get out there and try to make something for themselves, you know, mm-hmm. um, whether they beat down verbally, physically, you know, hopefully it's not physically, but, you know, verbally sometimes it's even worse. Because, you know, the scars on the outside heal, but the ones on the inside don't all the time. Mm, you know what man, I mean? Man, say that again. And that's <laughs> definitely one of those things where, as we look at um, the centerpiece of, you know, I'm saying this podcast is being able to help provide answers. You know what I mean? So when we look at being able to provide answers, a lesson that my mom gave me a long time ago when I was little, she told me, Jabalo, make sure you love yourself, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when you love yourself, like really, really love yourself. And I don't mean from the space of being like this arrogant, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't care about other people, but you have to care about yourself enough to not allow other people to mistreat you and abuse you. Because I I feel like that's what's at the center of all of it. No, no, that's real. And and I think sometimes people don't even 
really identify toxic situations like in a relationship. They, you know, mm -hmm. if you, you know, we're, we're, we're all creatures of habit. And so sometimes right. we tend to date the same kind of women. Women t tend to date the same kind of men. And so you don't even realize you're in a toxic situation or, you know, mm -hmm. emotionally abusive situation or, you know, what have you, because that's kind of what you're used to. And you don't, right. you know, it, and I mean, it, it leads people to be in a situation like you start to question yourself, like, why am I always in this situation? This is maybe this is all I deserve. You know what right. I mean? And so I think that happens to a lot of people. And, you know, I've seen it happen to homeboys and, you know, uh, women that my wife is friends with. They talk about it and it's like they're going through the same cycle over and over and over. You know what I mean? And they don't realize like this person is dragging you down from the person you could be like you know what right. i mean and, and you can't be scared you know i i think uh you know especially for men i hear it a lot in a lot of situations we get trapped in because of the kids right you, you know right. what i'm saying like because you know nine times out of ten you know uh you know you were fortunate enough to get your daughters but most of the time mm -hmm. the, the um the children go with the mother and so right. a lot of times I think men are so scared that they're going to lose their kids, their sons, their mm -hmm. daughters. And, you know, it's a fear. If you're not there for your son, he's going to turn out acting a certain kind of way. If you're not there for your daughter and, right. you know, you have to worry about men coming around the mother mm -hmm. and all that stuff. It's, it's a lot that goes into that. And I, I think that, you know, sometimes even on the male side, it gets overlooked when we're in toxic relationships a lot of right. times. Right. And just like like looking at like my like my personal experience where. I had to put together the best and worst case scenario. So when I divorced my first wife and I took my kids, I knew my career was going to take a hit. I knew um, financially it was going to be challenging because the court systems and, and our culture don't support men having their children. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And no matter what type of foolishness your ex-wife or your baby mama, whoever she is, may do, the system is going to support that foolishness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they're always deflected off to you, even if you a solid dude doing what you're supposed to do. So that's one of those things where in leaving that toxic situation, man, I knew I was going to catch an L around certain business things because yeah. there's no way to raise kids and build your business at the same time. It just don't mm -hmm. happen and so I, I, I realized I was going to have to cut it up and it was going to take me 20 years to at least get to a certain place. So I made peace with the fact that it was going to take me 20 years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you running with a parachute on like how yeah. they train you running with a parachute. <laughs> yeah. on. So it's only so much you can do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's only especially when I look at my other peers in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I've been doing what I'm doing while raising children. Yeah. And if you ain't never raised no kids before. She and I mean and, raise them. Yeah, raise, raise them, and you there every day. And I, I think it, yeah. you know, it, it it bleeds into you know it bleeds into a lot of people's lives. We have to move at different speeds. Like you know mm -hmm. what I mean. Like now is you know I, even in my situation, of course my mm -hmm. wife's here, but now is a crucial time for our daughter. She's you know right. a few years from college. You know, trying to make sure she's doing the right thing. She, you know, it, it's all kind of stuff going on around yeah. her. You know, I ain't even gonna get into, but right, you know right, what I mean right. when they get hit high school. But you have to you have to kind of slow down and, and put your attention on that. And sometimes people that may not have children, they can't really even you know comprehend that or fathom that mm -hmm. because it's like 
they just see you like they, they feel like maybe you slowing down on business this way or doing something else but it's not that it's like oh I got to take care of this right now this right. is the you know the most important thing and you know that's our job as parents to you know mm-hmm. put them kids on our shoulders and get them to the next level you know right. if, if you right. don't you, you failed as a parent you know what I'm yeah. saying that's 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 the honest truth if your yeah. child doing it end up going down a bad bad path or something like that somewhere you failed as a parent you know what yeah. I mean <laughs> yeah and that's real and that's one of those things where as you think about leaving a toxic situation sometimes because we see it all the time people stay in these relationships or marriages and they're staying for the kids they're staying for the children or child and then you're still single and you're still breeding this dysfunction you know what I mean so like I said earlier I would much rather sleep alone if I'm gonna sleep alone I want to sleep alone for real you know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't need you under the same roof with me. I don't need you laying next to me. I don't need you in a in a room down the hall from me. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, you need to get all the way gone because you can't serve two gods. I don't care what nobody say. Yeah. You cannot serve two gods. Like if we worship in the God of functional households and worship in the God of um, building a legacy, we can't have the other God in the house where we're going to be just, you know, just dysfunctional and tearing things down left and right. Because we got head issues, man. You can't do both. No, you definitely can't do both. And then sometimes I tell people, you know, when I hear about somebody going through something in a relationship, like everything isn't meant to be. Sometimes right. you trying to fit mm-hmm. a, a round peg into a square hole. Like, right. you know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it might get in there kind of tight and work out, you know, for a minute, but it, mm-hmm. it doesn't fit. In the long right. run, it's not going to fit. Either it's going to get wedged in there and get stuck. And, you know, if you get to... A point of a breakup a lot of times stuff is broken that's right. the, that's the right. whole reason you know what i'm saying that's the whole reason it's called it's something something's definitely broken in the relationship and you know a lot of times we keep going back and you know keep going back to relationships and things like that and it's it's not where we need to be mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then if somebody's controlling you like you said brother it's financially uh through fear or whatever mm-hmm. it is and you I mean, or they holding something over your head like that. That may not be the place for you to be like right. and and you strong enough to make it on your own. Like and I yeah. mean, especially in today's society, like as much as, you know, rents and mortgages are sometimes mm-hmm. people can't even, you know, just try to get out and start over on their own. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. You know, when you look at the center of all of that, I think it comes back to loving yourself and respecting yourself enough to not tolerate a certain certain thing, because either. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we got enemies outside all day, every day. When I say we, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, g- the general public. So you don't need to come home to your enemy. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, like nah, man, it's hard enough as is. You mean tell me I'm about to come home and take some abuse on top of all the other fights that I have to have in the streets just being a solid dude? No, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm just not doing it. No. And I think you know a lot saying? of time, too, even with today's society, that because everything so publicized through social media mm. and things like that a lot of times people stay in bad situations just because of the optics right you know right. what i'm saying they don't right. want to want it to look like this or it's not working or you know mm-hmm. something like that and it's like it, i mean you you can be whoever you want to be you know to the public but you know what's going on in your household what's right. what's the sense of you being miserable you know what right. i mean and a lot of people right. live by like that uh you know kind of YOLO, you know, mentality. You only live once, man. You only mm-hmm. die once. So right. <laughs> you, you better work this life the best you can. Right. So right. you don't have time. Like, you know, um, I, uh, you know, I heard a buddy of mine say, like, you know, stress will kill people. Kill me. You know, I don't let nobody mm-hmm. stress me. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's right. the that's the reality. Like, if you arguing and going through something all the time and, and, and you know, once or twice a week or every day, you know, that 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 weighs on you. That that, that yeah. weighs on your mentality, your body, everything. Like stress, mm-hmm. you know, if you tight all in your neck and yeah. you can't relax, that that'll put you in the grave. Right. Easily. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if you if you and I and I would say, you know what I'm saying, like whoever it is, man, woman. You know what I'm saying? Like like even a child, like if you have a toxic or a young adult, if you have a toxic relationship with a parent, I think you have to get to the center of what that is and be okay with separating yourself from that situation where nobody has to be abused, man. I don't care who it is. No. You know, I tell my girls all the time, like, and that's that's those are some of the principles I raised them on, where I said, like, no matter who it is, me, your grandmama, your aunt. Your mama, your stepmama, no, you are not a punching bag. Yeah. Physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. You don't have to take that off of nobody. No boyfriend, yeah. no, no nothing, man. You gotta be solid with yourself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I drill that in their ears every day, even today. You know what I'm saying? I'm always in their ears saying that, man. Like, y'all, y'all, you ain't gotta be no punching bag for nobody, man. No, you definitely don't. And and it's mm. It's better days ahead. So you have to, you know, if if you're planning on it, you're in a toxic situation and you want to leave, like, you need to, you, you got to be like how we said last time, you know, you kind of got to plot your escape sometime. Like, mm, right. you need to get your ducks in a row. And so right. when you leave, you don't have to look back. Because, right. see, that's what happens a lot of times is, they, you know, a man will leave, a woman will leave, and then we look back like, oh, okay, maybe it's going to change, and we go back. And we're in the same mm. cycle. It's a, you know, right. like like you say, a cycle of abuse. You know, and again, like we're not just talking about physical. It's mental, verbal. You know, everything mm-hmm. controlling people. You know, somebody yeah. putting doubt in you. Somebody who doesn't support your dreams and right. things like that. You kind of have to find that in people. And like you mm-hmm. know, um, Okiba and I are both entrepreneurs. So if if you don't have a woman behind you that believes in you and stuff like that, that could kill a lot of dreams. Mm. And, you know, mm. vice versa, if you a woman and you trying to do better than your situation and your man not supporting your dreams and trying to get you to that next level, he's just as toxic. Like it's sometimes right. it's not even got to be abusive. If he's not supporting your dreams or she's not mm-hmm. supporting your dreams, that's just as bad. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like when I, th- I think the uh, flip side of the of supporting the dreams is that you need to have a level of. I don't want to call it realistic. But I would say a level of transparency and honesty about your dreams. I'm 45, right? Yeah. So me wanting to break into the music industry as a 45-year-old rapper, come yeah. on now, that ain't going to work. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> You still I got some balls for him, though. You got some balls. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I keep it. But you know what? You know, the, the thing is, man, what I realized is that 20 years ago when I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and raise these girls. I realized that I could be a 45 or 50-year-old spoken word artist with an acoustic guitar and come out the game at 50 yes. and go win a Grammy. Yes. So I had to put together like some kind of other strategy yeah. to offset the reality of my age. Or once I got these girls to a certain place, yeah. then I'll be able to do a certain thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so I'm just saying that to say, like when you look at whatever your dreams are, look at the, the uh, expiration date and time of those dreams, because even if you're not a rapper, you can still be a producer. You can yeah. still nurture younger talent. Like I'm, just, I'm just using that as as an example. No, no, no. You, do, yeah. You know what I'm saying. So you don't have to put all the weight on your spouse to be like support me being 
Like I'm trying to get in the NFL. I played high school ball. Yeah. I played <laughs> Division Two. I'm gonna ball. make it one day. <laughs> I'm gonna make it one day, baby. I'm gonna get a tryout for for the Hawks yeah. or the Falcons or the whoever. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I'm and I'm 45. No, yeah. I'm, you know what I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna get a tryout. Yeah, you and that's not the truth. And then sometimes I think that a lot of times we may not even realize that not necessarily us speaking on. I'm saying people mm-hmm. in general. We may not even realize that we're the toxic end of the relationship. We may not be supporting somebody else's dream. We may be pouring, you know, stuff into you know our, our situation and not looking at our spouse, or our significant other. Like we're not you know, focusing on what they, they're trying to put together or believing in what they got going on. And that's something that, that we have to step back and take a look at ourselves, too, and look in the mirror a lot mm. of times. Mm. So when looking at that, like, from what I've seen, it's just like, it's, it's, it's hard for somebody to say, hey, I want to support, if my wife wanted to be an actress, right? Yeah. And, and or she's a, a budding actress, and but you have to be okay with whatever that means. You yeah. know what I mean? So when you sign up for it on the front end, you gotta understand some roles might be romantic roles. Yeah. Some roles <laughs> might be, you know what I'm saying? Like an old lady, she gained 30, 40, 50 pounds. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, like, like whatever that is. So I'm just saying, like, whatever that person's dreams may be, you need to be transparent with yourself and honest with yourself. And don't hold them hostage to to this. Thing where I don't want you to be who you really want to be. You know what I'm saying? Because that ain't fair to them, but you got to be honest with yourself. Everything ain't, like you said, everything ain't really made to rock out from here on out on down the road. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything ain't for that. No, that's the truth. That's the truth. You, you made a major statement then. Well, yeah. um, you know, we're going to wrap that up and we're going to slide into the... <laughs> <laughs> the part the fans seem to love, the altar oh, call. Yeah. Where we, altar you know, call. Altar call. Come lay your burdens on the altar. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Get on it, organist. Get on right it, organist. <laughs> Get on it, organist. So, um, you know, as, as as I went around the internet this week, we picked up a, you know, it's been a lot going on. And the mm-hmm. altar call been growing bigger because it's, it, every week is it's more stuff going on. You know, it's not mm-hmm. us. Don't believe we trying to cheat you, man. We, <laughs> but it's like, I mean, every week is, is, is more stuff going on. So um, one of the big ones that hit this week was uh, Lionel Richie. You know, oh, he dancing yeah. on the ceiling. <laughs> right, right. Zoom. You know. Zoom. <laughs> Uh, You know, uh, so Lionel Richie's 71 and he's dating a 31 year old. Right. You know, um, I I hadn't even, you know, I didn't even know Lionel was still out in the streets like that. You know, I remember his daughter, you know, they his daughter was on the show with Paris and, you know, she Mm kind of disappeared. Both of them kind of disappeared for a while and uh, took a backseat to the Kardashians. But um, we'll get to them in a minute. But, (laughs) but, uh, you know, it's a. it's interesting. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, um, hey, man, love who you love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, it's like I, I saw a lot of uh, people, you know what I'm saying, trying to paint Lionel as this uh, child molester, Chester, because he's older and she's so much younger, where honestly, at 71, and I'm going to keep it all the way 100 with y'all. <laughs> at 71, if I don't raise my kids and I'm single, you know what I'm saying? And, and my money right. The old school's in the garage. The, the the chopper's in the garage. And you know what I'm saying? I'm living a good life. The likelihood of me wanting to grab another 70-year-old, 60-year-old, 50-year-old ain't very high. 
No. It's not. Because it's just like, nah, I want a chew toy. Yeah. I want something. You know what I'm saying? I want a nice little piece of cake, a nice little piece of candy that ain't, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, because I've already lived my life to a certain level. Yeah. So this whole idea of saying, hey, I need to go get somebody my age. I don't want nobody my age because I've already done that. I've already raised my kids. Yes. As long as you ain't, I say the only foul thing, because I had a conversation with this uh and one of my dudes, and he was just like, well, man, you know, you got daughters, so... Because so, he, he was, you know what I'm saying, really riding on um, Lionel, right? Yes. And he was just like, man, you got daughters, you wouldn't like that. I said, the only way that's foul is if one of my homeboys was waiting on one of my daughters to turn 25. Exactly, or 30. exactly, exactly. If that's you big right there. Yeah. <laughs> and let me just say this part. <laughs> like, 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 let's compare it to the NFL, right? Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis at 35, but let's say Ray Lewis uh, 36, right? Yeah. One of the coldest linebackers out there, right? He will eat your lunch, right? If you a 22-year-old running back and you come through that hole, you think Ray ain't going to pop you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you playing the game. Yeah. The game ain't going to change just because you playing it. When you exactly. suit up and you decide to get on that field, that 31-year-old know what time it is. She playing the game. Exactly. And it's not like, it's not like he's tricking her. Like, right. you understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure when she 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 may have met Lionel Richie and may, may not have known who he was, but she went home and, and, you know, got on the computer and like, oh, this is this man that wrote all these songs. And she knows how old he is. She's right. 31. She's accepted that. Like, right. that's not a little girl. Like, I don't consider right. that like 25 and under. I could kind of see, you know, he could manipulate her mind or something mm-hmm. like that. But at 31, I can't say that you nah. don't understand what's going on now. Right. She may be, you know. Uh, what, what's the lady name? You know, Anna Nicole Smith, where they said she right, dated right, the right, old right. guy. She might be, I mean, really, and we might need to be talking about her rather than him. You know, he may be the prey instead of the predator. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, and so, right, right. Um, but it, it, I mean, she's old enough to make the decision that, hey, this is the guy I want to be with. And I mean, Let's be real. Like, you know, um, you know, I heard one of my partners, he he lived down in Florida for a minute. And he was like, mm-hmm. yo, like down in Florida, like it's hard to compete against the old guys with the yachts and the Rolex. Right. He was like, right. you go down there to Miami and thank you for the win down there. When, when you, you get to ask, it's, a, it's, a, it's an old guy like, hey, you and your friends, your model friends, y'all come chill on mm-hmm. the yacht. <laughs> Money is more attractive than, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. than, a, than a man's face. So in right. a lot of situations, like he's enjoying his life. I can't hate on him he's you know if he's not married and he's not doing anything offensive i don't think dating a 30 year old because it's it's some older men that age is dating women that's barely legal so yeah. right so once you tap once you tap at 30 i had i had two children and a wife at age 30 yeah you know what i'm saying so so my thing is like okay so everybody that's talking at oh he's a pedophile a child molester but no she is 30 she 30 30 you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, 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 and what I notice is a lot of women that's talking that, they insecure about their own mortality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so you scared your husband gonna jump or your baby daddy gonna jump, or you just hating. Yeah. Like, nah, she 30, she came up, she she probably, maybe she was at a concert, maybe she was backstage, man, who knows? He's an entertainer. So he comes across everybody. You know what I'm saying? And if that man ain't got no wife, and she done raised his children, and his money right. I'm sorry. I ain't looking for somebody with a mouthful of no and hell no. And my back hurt. My neck hurt. My shoulder hurt. I ain't looking for that. Exactly. On the back end of my life. I'm not. I'm, I'm be honest with y'all. I'm not. So y'all yeah, might. Yeah. Hopefully nothing happened to my wife. But you know what I'm saying? Like, 
Like, if I get down that road, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. telling y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looking, As my mama right. go, if she go before I go, my mama always right. tell us if we go <laughs> That's crazy. So another yeah. one we found, um, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed his brother's content on um, IG, Coach Greg Adams. He was talking mm. about, um, and, and, you know, we're going to try to get him locked in on the episode, man, because yeah. I, I really think he got some good stuff to uh, talk about as far as this relationship stuff. He was talking about when you kind of get stuck in the friend zone and, you know, a woman calling you a good man, let's go ahead and play his piece okay. and, you know, we'll come back cool. and talk about it. He says, you're a good guy. You're such a good man. A woman would be lucky to have you, all right? She says something like that, you're doing something wrong, especially if she says it and she's not lucky to have you, all right? These are some of the things that you need to watch out for. Now, I'm not saying be an a-hole to women. I'm not saying be mean to them just for the purpose of being mean. You got to make sure you're assertive, you're strong, because if you're not, she's going to walk all over you, all right? They're looking for good men to sponsor them, take them out for dinners, and just be a friend. Okay, okay, I, I see where mm-hmm. you're coming from. I see where right, you're right, 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 right. That friend you're... zone, man, that's one of them things where I think the friend zone, you hit the friend zone immediately from the front end. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, But your job, like if you into a into a woman, don't sign up for that. I'm trying to be your buddy. I'm trying to, man, I ain't yeah. never... I ain't never played that game. Oh, I ain't never let nobody play that game with me. Because I, I still believe that men and women, if, if there's a layer of attraction, we can't be friends. No. You know what I'm and saying? And I think a lot of times some of us, we'll, we'll play the friend zone hoping one day, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> we'll mm-hmm. be that shoulder to crown and then, you know, yeah. she, she slide on down. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it never works. It, I won't say never works that way. Yeah. But it hardly works that way because how you, how you package yourself. Yeah. And how you presented yourself. So with me, honestly, I, I, I had this one sister, man, back when I was in these streets. She was like, well, yeah, okay, but we could be friends. And you know what I'm saying? Because she was trying to tiptoe her way in. And I said, nah, baby, I ain't, you know what I'm saying? I'm not wired up to be no woman's friend yeah. if there's a layer of um, attraction. I'm going to tell you on the front end. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I, my homeboy is my friends. Exactly. I ain't friends with no I'm friends with my mama. I ain't, you know what I'm saying, bread and meat. We played it, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we playing to win, man. I'm not interested in being your friend. Exactly, exactly. And I think uh, a lot of times men will get stuck into that zone and then women, they'll know what's going on. They'll know that he's really around, that he want more than that, right. but they're going to keep it. You know, yeah. oh, that's my brother. That's my best friend. That's my best mm-hmm. friend. And they got you jumping through hoops. And, right. <laughs> you know, right. you really out here looking like a simp. You looking like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you out there like cutting a... the grass, washing the car, <laughs> dropping the kids off. That ain't even your kids. Yeah, picking exactly. the kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, no, nah, don't sign me. I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you on the front end. Nah, yeah. nah, I ain't about that. And so so I, I tell men, don't play that game, man. You know, <laughs> see what it is up front. And if it ain't what you think it should be, then get out of there. <laughs> yeah, get out quickly. And, get out and then of you'll there. find even when you get out, that's what's going to get her attention. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like get, like doing that baby face. Like we said on one episode, man, baby face, Mr. I pay your rent. His old lady gave him the boot, man. Yeah. Like how you how your <laughs> philosophy is built around, you know what I mean? As soon as I get home and I pay your rent and I'll yeah. take you shopping and, and your old lady, ain't she with Dion now? Yeah, she with Dion now. Yeah, that's Come Dion on, old man. lady. And I mean a, a lot of times you know, things that, you know, and in women, it's a good game. Like, a lot of times y'all look for certain things in a man, and, and right. sometimes when it's over the top, it's because mm-hmm. it's some it's another area that, that's not straight. Yeah. 
And right. you, you thinking, oh, that's what I want over here. And you know, same thing with you know, men chasing a woman. You think that's right. that's a better situation, and <laughs> you know, yeah. you'll be you fooled every crazy. time. You'll be fooled every time. So yeah, okay. uh, we had talked to them about them a couple of weeks ago. It was um, you know from Love and Hip Hop, uh, Eric Amina and Safari. So mm-hmm. um, you know they had just had something going on a couple of weeks ago where he he didn't want to have any more kids, but it seemed like it may be a little bit deeper with that. Right. So right. Uh, she, she had posted a tweet that said, "Since you always run the social media like a little girl, I might as well join in." I yeah. absolutely agree with you on this. You are the most selfish, vain, and inconsiderate person, and not just with me, but your only daughter. Mm-hmm. So that's what she said. And then your boy yeah. Safari had to fire back and said, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Getting married was one of my biggest mistakes, and it will never happen again. I'm walking away before I end up in jail over some dumb shh. Mm-hmm. Nobody is worth my freedom. Right, right. So and I oh man, I think that's one of those things like just being on the outside and being on the inside of marriage while at the same time understanding the industry or aspects of the industry. The industry ain't designed for you to have no stable household. No. You know what I'm saying? Because everything is designed around the fakeness of the industry. So you're doing real things with a real wife or a real husband and real children or a real child, and it's not designed for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that Safari is selfish. You can look at the brother and tell, you know what I'm saying, or even her. She might be selfish, but at the same time saying what is selfish is if he's focused on because we ain't behind the curtains. But if he's focused on trying to get to this bag in this climate yeah. of the pandemic and everything, he's going to have to put getting that money straight over babysitting the baby. He's going to have to because how y'all going to eat? Yeah. And I mean, from what I've seen, like I said, I'm not on loving hip hop every episode, but from what I've seen. Most of the relationships kind of thrive. I mean, the, the, the episodes thrive on turmoil. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So it's got to be some kind of turmoil in your relationship for you even to be like, a, you know, one of the uh, people that gets a lot of, you know, t- camera time. You right. know what I'm saying? So, right. I mean, again, I don't know, you know, it may be a publicity stunt. I don't, you know, hopefully not. You know, they're not putting this out here and playing around like this because, right. you know, stuff lives forever on the Internet and they do have a child. But, you know, it's. I think once you get to that point where you put stuff out to the public and like this is stuff that really shouldn't get out to the public. Like if y'all having a fight and y'all break up, it should be like kind of like, hey, they split up. And, you know, it's not all this going on back and forth on the Internet like that. That's you know, that public stuff is really not cool. Yeah. But I think that's like we said that on one episode where we were talking about like when you marry somebody, you know, what I'm saying or when you with somebody, you need to see if you're. If your temperature is matching their temperature in regards to how they manage social media. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you got somebody who sneeze, cough, you know what I'm saying, throw up on social media, nine times out of ten, they're going to drag you into that world because that's how they get down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that man, look, I don't want no parts to that, man. And I mean, I it, only leaves, it only leaves both parties looking crazy because, like, if these, you know, you know, hopefully for the sake of the child, if, if you know, if, mm-hmm. if it's not it's something that's too bad, they can work it out. But 
you kind of look crazy. Like y'all yeah. put all this stuff out here and it was for what? It was for nothing. Right. Like y'all was feeling right. a certain way for a couple of minutes on one day. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you guys got married, had a child together. So we're not saying that, you know, feelings don't change, but you know, now y'all to this point where y'all, y'all putting everything out for the world to see, but right. you know, they kind of live their lives in the, in the public eye. So, yeah. you know, I, I yeah. think that's just, you know, uh, something that becomes difficult to a lot of relationships. And, mm-hmm. you know, a- as we talk about somebody, you know, people living in the public eye, you know, um, we got to talk about this one. Um, you know, Kim and Kanye, Kanye West filed for divorce. Right, um, you know, right. I think we all yeah. saw this coming down the pipeline. Oh, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's I don't no think else for that to go. And, you know, I, I kind of keep looking back at it and I, I I'm, I think uh, Kim Kardashian's kind of looking the least crazy out of all this. Like, now nah, I don't want to say he's crazy. You know, I know I'm not saying crazy as far as right. mental problems. Right, I'm saying right, like right. it seems like he did the most while she was kind of like holding down the family and right. trying to, you know, focus that his, his focus kind of got away from the family. And, yeah, yeah. you know, that's not something that, you know, me as an early Kanye West fan would mm-hmm. think that, that that's where he would be at at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like like just looking at it from the sidelines or, you know, the bleachers or what have you. It's it's hard to believe that a woman would surrogate or not have three or four children with a dude and not want to preserve her family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and I ain't saying Kim no saint cause I, I don't know Kim. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, but in looking at the energy wrapped around it and saying, you know what I'm saying? If they chose to have three or four kids is, is, I don't know how many got. I know they got at least three of them, right? Yeah, three you to four. Three to four, yeah. Yeah, so if you had three to four and maybe she squeezed out one and had three surrogates or whatever the case is, it's like managing whatever Kanye's um, mental challenges are. You know what I'm saying? And, and being a black man creative. Yes. Bro, from on a professional level, it's just like, like it's so hard on so many different levels, and plus, you tie in whatever's going on with Kanye, like his with his mama, whatever Kanye's sexuality thing is happening. You know what I'm saying? Wow, just being a black man, creative, yeah. brother, it is hard. Man. No, no, no. And I, I, you know, and I, um, I have a cousin that plays piano. He went on tour and and stuff like that with a bunch of R&B singers in the '90s and stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, he kind of got away from the piano. He's like, you don't understand the creative part because so much of your emotion is in it. And I'm like, you know, when I look at somebody like Kanye, I'm like, this dude was, you know, kind of pouring his heart out and Mm -hmm. things like that. And, you know, however it went left, if he has, you know, bipolar problems, whatever. But it was like, you know. At the end of the day, like, man, you guys created, a, you know, a, a legacy of kids and, right. you know, things like that. Like, sometimes you, you kind of got to take a step back from the limelight. And, yeah. uh, you know, you know, he is one that kind of puts himself first and, you know, kind of toots his own horn. And it's like, man, mm-hmm. take a step back from that. Maybe you need you need to you need to get out of the limelight and quit running behind Trump and running for president right. and fix your family. Like, right, you know right. what I'm saying? And, you know, I think I kind of heard some chatter that that may have been a problem. Like, you know, that was a mm-hmm. crucial time and whatever they had going on. And, you know, he was chasing the presidency or right. whatever. And down there in Charleston, you know, shout out mm-hmm. to Charleston. You know what I mean? Shout out. <laughs> the Geechee yeah, boys. Yeah. Yeah. All day, all day. <laughs> you know what I'm but saying? I think it's, uh, when you look at it, though. 
where it's so hard to be a black man and black woman, but so hard to be a black man creative yeah. and earn a living. So even like we know, you and I know that you have to pull back and say, man, I'm going to focus on getting these children together. But if the money ain't coming in on the level that it's supposed to be coming in, out of sight, out of mind, and if you didn't set your business up on right on the front end, yeah. then that puts Kanye in a space where he's constantly having to get out there on the strip. Because yeah. that's primarily what it is. Like, you always got to be on the strip. You're on Sproul Avenue. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you always got to be out there. You know what I'm saying? In your poom poom shorts. Yeah. And, and you you know what I'm saying? Like, another album, another set of Yeezys, another this, another that. Without, it's, it's so hard. Like, I get it. But I also get how you got to pull back. Like, I was saying earlier and saying, like, when I knew I was leaving my, leaving my, um, XY, and I knew I was dedicated to my craft and my art. I knew I was like, look, bro, I might, I'm going to get my Grammy, but yeah. it's going to be a spoken word Grammy. And let me learn this acoustic guitar yeah. because I can be 60 years old like Willie Nelson yeah. and be a new artist. And still play. Right? Yeah. yeah, And still run with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so, it's ugly, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, again, you know, we wish them the best, you know, hopefully they can co-parent <laughs> peacefully. I mean, they got enough money, so everybody should be taken care of, you know. Right, it ain't right, like right. <laughs> the regular right. situation, but, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I guess it's an end of an era with them, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, until, uh, you know, they, they start rolling them, uh, them girls out, because, you know, that culture they got, Kardashian culture, man, they had them little girls out there. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, they, they did what they had to do to get to the money. So, you know what yeah, I mean? And, and you know, true. you know, it, it wasn't my way, but, you know, hey, <laughs> hey they did you know, what they had to do. They you know did what, what they had to do. And, you know what I mean? Um, you know, we wish them the best. You know, right. so again, you know, we thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Rose and Brass Knuckles podcast. You know, right. um, you know, it, we thank you, you know, episode eight, you know, another one. We made it great. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. All day, man. We, we're glad y'all here and make sure you share it. You know what I'm saying? And make sure you tag some of your people's. Well, maybe maybe you won't tag somebody on this, but you might want to just DM them. So you don't put them on front street if they having problems in their relationships. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just go ahead and slide it in their DM. Say, hey, sis, hey, bro. You know, take take a listen, man. This might be able to help you. Yeah, take a listen. You know, you can follow us on Facebook, the Rose and Brass Knuckles Podcast. You can yeah, follow us on uh, Instagram at rnbkgang.com. All day. All day, man. All day, all day. Well, again... If you think the things we say made you feel some type of way, then that was a good word you need to hear today. It's the Rose and Brass Knuckles podcast. All right. See you See next, next week. week Every Sunday, 7 p.m. Tune in. <laughs> <laughs>